Alright, this is the Big Kid Show. I'm Mr. B, and thank you for kicking it with us, even if it's just for a little bit. With me in the sandbox, we have some Big Kid champions. We got Big Nick, Sweetwater Mark, and today we're playing Top 3. Thank you, boys and girls. You're welcome. We appreciate it. Alright, we're playing Top 3. You guys know what that is. We'll just move right on. Today's topic for Top 3 is Badass Movie Dads of the 1990s. So, cheers and a happy Father's Day to all the amazing dads out there. We most likely wouldn't be here without you. And as a tribute to the awesome dads Definitely out there, wouldn't. we're picking our top three badass movie dads of the 90s. Dads, we love you. All right, so grab a Miller High Life, your Nickelback CD, and make sure the kids don't touch the thermostat because we're jumping into top three badass movie dads of the 90s. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to the show. Give us a rating of a review. Tell Big Nick if you love him. Tell Marcus you hate him. It doesn't matter. Let us know. It really goes a long way. <laughs> Huge thank you to all you big kids out there listening and kicking with us. We love you. Big Nick, you won the coin flip. You kick it off first. You're number three, badass movie dad of the 90s. Well, first off, you know, thank you and a happy father's day to all out there celebrate appropriately and responsibly remember you are a father there are people looking up to you and if you are a husband you will play the card and do it right by giving all the praise to your wonderful wife right that's the way to play this one <laughs> that's the correct now, answer i knew i knew because you know this big kid he'd been around the block a few times right we've only done this show for over two years now dropping episodes on your face and on your head every weekend bam So I knew we would do something special for Father's Day. Now, I know how you guys roll. So I anticipated that it would be like hot dads of the 90s. And I was about to draw a line in the sand, boys, and be like, you know what? I've had enough of the shenanigans. So I'm glad that we're not doing hot dads of the 90s. We're doing badass dads, badass movie dads of the 90s. And just to interrupt you real quick, Big Nick, we've been told that we are no longer allowed to uh, pick the, the hot males of any category. I think yes. our female, our hot. wives need to officially be included in any future uh, you know, hotness meter. So, well, anyway. They married us, so who knows what yes. kind of taste they well, have. Well, that's true. <laughs> but... I'm going to pass a note to you, Mark, right now. And I don't, Mr. B, look away. Mark, okay. don't say anything. Don't I'm passing a note to Mark. Okay. okay. Right. So now I, I don't think you guys are into horse racing like I am. But in horse racing, you can pick the top three horses and you can box them. Meaning that they come in, they finish first, second, and third in any order. <laughs> okay. So I've just passed a note to to Sweetwater, uh, my boy yep. there. And I've, I'm... I'm predicting Mr. B's picks. Now, don't go changing your picks just to shake <laughs> oh, things no, up. I don't, I don't change them. Once they're locked in, they're not going anywhere. All right. So these are locked in. The judges, the research team, everybody knows your picks already, with, with the exception of Sweetwater, Mark, and myself. Now, what I want you to do, uh, Mark, I'm thinking I'm going to box these picks. I think that these will be the three picks. And and I'm I'm almost willing to give a guarantee that I get two out of the three for Mr. B. Because I was I was searching high and low for badass movie dads of the 90s. And I kept going, 
Oh, that's a Mr. B pick. Oh, that's a Mr. <laughs> B pick. Uh, so I, 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 I'm feeling very confident about two of those. And Mark, oh. I think you know which two I'm talking about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I think I think there's two for sure. You might hit the trifecta here. I think it's yeah. close. And and uh, so yeah. one of these three just narrowly was beat out on my list. And and the only and sometimes you know like you look for different motivation, right? When we're given our topics and you're like, okay, what's, what angle am I playing here? What am I feeling in this moment? What am I going for? So I'm, I went way over the top on my picks here. And one of the picks that I sent to you, Mark, that, that I think Mr. B will pick 100% just narrowly was beat out. So that's my, that will be my number four, but, and it's because it's a, it's a movie we've talked about a, a good amount here on the big kid show. So for my number three pick, I'm going to go with another movie that we've discussed quite a bit here. And I'm going to go with Harvey Keitel's character, Jacob Fuller from a one dusk from dusk till dawn. Ooh, now keep right. in mind. All right. <laughs> Mr. Fuller is dealing with a lot of shit here in this movie, right? <laughs> He's got two kids. Fair enough. <laughs> he's he's got an RV. He's trying to plan this trip, right? He's trying to be like, hey, like I'm going to be cool dad. I'm going to be super dad. I want to do something really special with my kids. We're going to hop in the RV. We're going to go out and have an adventure together. Now, he did not anticipate that the adventure would get to this level of uh it's this is Michael Scott threat level midnight, right? Level well, <laughs> midnight. <laughs> first off, Michael Scorn. His his RV hijacked by bank robbers, very violent, crazy psychopath individuals. He's got his teenage daughter, teenage boy there that he's got to protect. So what he's got to do, he's got to he's got to play the game, right? He's got to play it safe to keep his kids safe. That's the most important thing to him. And then, of course, we're not going to get into the whole ending because it gets super crazy later <laughs> in the movie. He's not yes. even. Forget about the psychopaths. It goes way beyond that. So I'm going to get Harvey Keitel, Jacob Fuller. He spent, I was nervous for the guy. The first time I saw that movie, I was nervous <laughs> what the bank robbers might do to the, to, to the kids and to him. I mean, they could easy, easily just popped him off and taken the RV and taken the kids and did whatever they wanted to do. Oh yeah. Well, he, wasn't also, wasn't Quentin Tarantino kind of like a creepy Sex predator. Oh yeah, he had his okay. eyes on the teenage daughter, and okay. it was only because of his brother that he didn't uh, step over that line. Now, mm-hmm. Kaitel Jacob Fuller, the character, plays it so cool because he's like the 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 moderator, right? Like he's got to keep everybody cool. He's got to keep everybody calm. Everybody can get what they want. We just want to get out of this situation alive and well. So do the bank robbers. So do the psychopaths. Let's just all play along and we don't have to. Nobody gets hurt situation. Right. But you could see how somebody could have easily gotten hurt had he not played it the way that he did. So I think that's a badass movie. Dad just he he was willing to physically defend his children had he found himself in that situation. But he was able to intellectually defend his family and keep everybody cool and that is a whole new level of cool my friends that's a badass dad buddy that's cool on cool <laughs> cool on cool not even one that i thought of though so if you already are thinking outside the box buddy good pick absolutely yeah I, I in my house even... there is no box 
That's exactly. <laughs> What's well, better than what Mr. B said at the beginning? You know, he said we're only here because of our fathers. Better being than being uh, stuck in the sack. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I hadn't even uh, thought of that, but but that's a total left field. I love it. Pick Big Nick. That that is a great pick. I need to go back and rewatch that movie. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, but put sunglasses on before the Selma Hayek scene because it will melt your face. Yes, yep. it will. <laughs> right off. My face is melting. <laughs> <laughs> or trigger uh, you sleeping on the couch for the next few nights. Yeah. But <laughs> but no, that that's a great pick. And and you're right. I mean the the that's a that's a hard line, especially. You know, you think like being a dad trying to defend your kids when, you know, the inside just wants to kick these guys asses, but you can't just be stupid about it because you're going to, you're going to cause more problems. You got to be very, very slick about it. So quality, quality choice, Big Nick. Yes. Good pick. The, the, by, the, Fuller. by the way, that movie came out in January, 1996, right? Because of that Selma Hayek scene. By February of 1996, every pet store across America ran out of snakes. All out of snakes. <laughs> Fact. Watch the movie and you'll you'll learn why. Yes. Excellent pick, Big Nick. Sweetwater Mark. Hit us with your top, your number three, excuse me. Badass movie dad of the 90s. No pressure. So for me, guys, I think... You know, there was there was quite a few. It was a battle at the bottom rung mm. of uh, of my uh, my choice here, so it was uh, it was tough to come by. But I had to pick somebody who made multiple appearances. Now, the initial movie that we've talked about a lot in this show is not in the '90s, but luckily he was in other movies in the same series that did extend into the '90s, and that would be one. John McClane from the Die Hard series. <laughs> and his son actually even made an appearance in A Good Day to Die Hard. So his son finally did make an appearance in those those later ones. But how do you not include John McClane? I mean, this, this guy has been put in every crazy, far-fetched terrorist potential situation you could think of in multiple movies and somehow always happen, you know, tends to save the day at the end of it. And Again, like just from the mindset of like being a dad to doing all this crazy stuff. Like we were talking right before we hopped on the the episode about how I've been skydiving before. I don't even know if I could do that now that I've got kids. Like <laughs> you start th rethinking about all the crazy shit you did when you were younger and you were like, what was I thinking? Like that, that was probably was not the smartest choice in the world. So John McClane to me is a shoe in and I don't think we have to go into the, the depth of detail for all the different diehard movies. I think we all understand uh, the, the danger and the badassness that is one John McClane gentleman. So I'm just going to leave it at that. John McClane, my number three pick. Did he, did he have a kid in the first diehard? He had two kids and one of them being the son. And okay. then the son ends up appearing in okay. the later one as he grows up. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I think the only reference to the kids in the first one was the picture. Okay. Right. So, Remember, there's the picture of him and his yep. wife, and I think the kids were in that picture. And that's the only reference in the original movie. And then eventually, um, you know, his son actually gets arrested in the fifth film. Dad so, confirmation right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that was going to be my question, though. 
we there's no doubt he's a great cop. No doubt he can stop terrorists when it, whenever the time whenever the, the, he's called to duty. Yeah. But is he truly a good father? Well, hold on now. Okay. Now, here, now we're calling into question the sanctity of this episode because we said badass bad dads. We yeah. didn't say necessarily good fathers. Okay. So, badass. I, see, I went the good father. Badass. I went the good father route. Yeah, and and so can. did I for the for the rest of them. But for okay. this one, I think because I John say, McClane appears to be drunk and absent uh, when he's not <laughs> not fighting crime. Like, hey, motherfucker. That's true. That's true. He had, but he, he did. Had, he had PTSD from the first movie, man. <laughs> he did save the mom in the first movie. So if he hadn't saved the mom in the first movie, the son wouldn't have had a mother, and That's, that would have that inadvertently triggered. A multitude of events down the road. So see, Big Nick, I'm thinking, thinking big picture. Yeah, big picture, right? Not, not little picture. Big, whoop, okay. big picture. I like it. I like it. I like That's it. Good Mark's a big picture guy. Yeah, I just he is. thought of that, and I had to find a quick way to save myself. So <laughs> excellent. And he pays his child support on time. That's right. And they talk about it in every movie. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, on True Crime Garage, you will not believe the number of fathers that, that we talk about that don't pay any child support, that don't do anything with the kids. Eats. They don't they don't help the mother at all. But when they get interviewed, you know, if something happens, God forbid, something ends up happening to their kid, they're on the news, they're like, and I loved him. I got a tattoo of him on death. my on my on my chest. Like okay, or when well, they become a sports star and they're like, I love little Johnny. I remember watching him play T ball when he was a kid. And Johnny's Great like, athlete. I wish I'd have gotten stuck in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sweetwater Mark going with John McLean with I think we can go do almost all the diehards, but you you said a good day to die hard. We'll use that one, right? Yeah. Child okay. support paying John McClane. <laughs> Pays on time every time. Every time. 60% of the time, every time. <laughs> all right. So we're going to move on to my number three, and you guys kind of said it. I went straight up badass. Uh, oh, I, I think I'm going to strike out on my picks there, yeah. Mark. So the, my number three pick is going to be from a little movie called Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Woo! I'm, I'm gonna go one. with I'm gonna go with Big Chris, played by Vinnie Jones. Oh, so, so Big Chris was the kind of uh, go get your get the money for the mob guy. He was the collector, and he took his son with him to do all this stuff. So he's like beating <laughs> the crap out of people, and he's teaching his son how to become a you know part of this kind of gang. And he cared about his son deeply, but he was the badass in the movie. Yeah, so. Yeah, I went. I went as far more badass than you could possibly think of. Um, I even rewatched some of that movie for the episode, and I was like, "Yep, that dude." I is literally badass. almost rewatched that last week. Like it, it showed up on one of the streaming. <laughs> I was looking for something. I was like, "Come on, I want something good." Like, yeah, sometimes you rewatch something just because you're like, "I know it was good." That's versus, a good movie. Yeah, that's a good choice. That's a good Boy, choice. And apparently, it's so like Vinnie Jones was a. Uh, professional soccer player and that role was his first movie role really yeah i would i mean he really seemed pretty natural for being his first he, role and very natural. and even I, i'm assuming they casted him because his kind of persona on the soccer field was the tough guy yeah you know kind of you know he'd headbutt you and run you over and you know kind of a tough tough dude so i could see that certainly fits but yeah just watch that movie and you'll see what some basically a guy threatens his kid and holds like a gun or a knife to his kid. And he ultimately 
smashes the guy's head into a car door like 75 times. So (laughs) don't mess with, don't mess with his kids. That'll change your mind. I hope that guy had car insurance. In a hurry. Doubtful, but you know. (laughs) So big Chris from big or lock stock and two smoking barrels. That's my number three pick. Great. Yeah. And you guys didn't have that on your list at all. (laughs) Nor on my prediction list. I I knew you wouldn't have that one. We'll see if you can get two out of three. I still feel good about two of them. We'll see. Big Nick. Hit us with your number two, badass movie dad of the nineties. I'm gonna go with. I love that Sweetwater went the detective route. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow in your footsteps, my boy. Uh, how about a little detective John Hobbs, played by Denzel Washington in the movie Fallen? Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. This movie talk they named it Fallen, and it's appropriate because it seems to have fallen through the cracks. I feel like I'm <laughs> one of the few people that have have watched and enjoyed this movie, but I love this movie. So it, yeah, I've, it's, not, I've not seen it, so I, I will need to hear. It starts off a little like uh, uh, it's not true crime, but it, but a little crime fiction, and then it goes way off the rails real quick and gets gets a little spooky, gets into the demon realm of everything. But at the beginning of the movie, Detective John Hobbs, played by Denzel Washington, he is going to see a serial killer that he helped to capture, and he's seeing him because the killer is going to be put to death. And shortly before he's put to death, he grabs a hold of the detective. He says something in like some language. I have no clue what it is. It's not, can't even be Latin or anything. It's like almost like demon speak. Right. And then he starts singing time is on my side by the Rolling Stones. And what, it will take the entirety of the movie for the detective to figure out that the serial killer was possessed by a demon that had the ability once the physical body of the person that, that he, that the demon possessed was threatened or, or was, was about to die that this demon had limited amount of time to leap to another body. And so Denzel Washington, along with the other detectives in the police force, are constantly fighting the this demon that keeps hopping from person to person and becoming like a, a, a very vicious killer who's who's not just killing innocent people, but attempting to kill uh, police officers and the detectives of, as well. And if as as if that's not enough to deal with demons and everything, Denzel Washington turns out single father in the movie okay and 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 i think most men out there will agree with me that there's probably no more tough duty out there than to be a, a single father right the, the you are down in the foxhole children will not <laughs> listen to a father they will only listen to a mother for some reason so if you are a single father these these bastards are not going to do anything that you instruct them to do. So it was an uphill climb for our friend Denzel Washington in the movie Fallen. And oh, little added bonus for those that have not seen the movie. Uh, some some of our favorites in there, John Goodman as well, as well as a late James Gandolfini. Mm. Yeah, so I've seen that movie, Big Nick. What was that, 98, I think? That was released in, you're exactly right, January of 1998. So I remember watching that, but it's been a long time. But I do remember that being 
A, an awesome movie, and B, yeah, they thought it was like a copycat killer because he yep. kept jumping from body to body. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I like you. I feel like you'd be hard pressed to ask me to name a bad Denzel Washington movie in general. Exactly. Right. Like, I mean, that's kind of a difficult task, but. But yeah, that one specifically, I would definitely think that he he for sure qualifies as a badass. No no questions asked. Nailed it, Big Nick. Good like pick. It. John like Hobbs it. from the movie Fallen. All right, Marcus, your number two badass movie dad of the 90s. All right. Well, uh, gentlemen, we're, uh, we're going to take a little trip and we're going to visit some boys. And they're down in the hood. And we're going with one Furious Styles from Boys in the Hood. Very close on my list. Yes, 1991. Amazing movie. I just remember watching that movie as a, of course, completely untroubled teenager. And being like, thank God that dude's not my dad because he would kick my ass. <laughs> what, what, what was what was the dad's name again? Furious Styles, okay. which was a, a nickname. He, he, I don't remember yeah. his real name, but his, yeah, his I tried nickname to find was his Furious. real name. I actually had some trouble finding it, so they, I just kind of stuck with it. The- and they refer to him, I think, as Furious for for the entirety of the movie. Yeah, for the okay. majority of the movie. Um, but just some like quality one liners that he had. So I, let me just rip a few of them off here. So. One was any fool with a dick can make a baby, but only a real man can raise his children. True words. True. Yep. Happy Father's Day. Happy the second Father's one, Day. this is obviously all during the sex talk. How many times have, to, have I told you if a girl says she's on the pill, you use something anyway. Pill ain't going to keep your dick from falling off. I don't know why you insist on learning things the hard way, but you're going to learn. Oh, yeah. You're going to learn. Happy Father's Day. Happy sex Father's ed Day. right there. 101. Happy Father's Day. But then he had some like serious. I mean, so if you guys remember that, I know you do. You remember the scene where his son picks up the pistol, right? He gets his magnum. And that's when he, he really kind of, kind of gives it to him. And he says, Oh, you bad now, huh? You bad. You're going to shoot somebody up today. And basically gives him this whole spiel, um, about, and basically gets his son to give him back the gun. Like to me, that was probably the most powerful moment in that entire movie. And I think agreed, like that is the scene that is quintessential, Young kids are going to do dumb shit. Like, there's just no way to avoid that, right? I mean, even me as a father of a young boy, you know, I do my best to raise him as as best I can. But inevitably, he's going to make mistakes. He's going to do dumb things, right? But that is like the perfect instance of the son having emotional reaction to something, grabbing a gun, and he talked him off the ledge and probably literally saved his life. I mean, that, that to me was like by far and away the most chills moment of the entire movie. Um, and I think it's kind of the quintessential of really what he gets at that whole movie, which was a no holds barred, going to tell you like it is type of dad, you know? And he was just going to, he was going to be honest with you and he was going to call you on your shit when you were being dumb. Right. Um, so I think that that really nailed it. And, and not just call you and correct you, but in a, in a very intellectual 
and strategic manner mm-hmm. too. Like he, like he, yes. w- he understood he was smarter than his son just based off of experience, right? Off of, of, of life experience. He understood yeah. I'm smarter than these guys and I can teach them, train them, keep them safe in a way I can help to make my boy a man and, and help him survive in this very difficult, violent world neighborhood that they live in. I think it was Englewood. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Englewood. Um, mm-hmm. Always up to no good. It turns out Jason Furious Styles Jr. was the uh, the full name. But uh, mm-hmm. and this go. is crazy. I love this pick, Mark, because here's why. Lawrence Fishburne nailed the this character i mean like yes, like yeah dude like, hey, you want to talk about hit it out of the park no we're talking grand slam like it. like hit for Rushed the cycle it. grand slam it out of the park so lawrence fishborn and then you know what's crazy i'm looking at a picture of the movie poster and and this is so i'm guessing that it's early enough in lawrence fishborn's career that on the movie poster it says larry Fishborn. Oh wow! So it was wow. really early, and you know what? After seeing that performance, you're like, you can't call this man Larry. You you put some respect on that it's name, Lawrence. sir. It's yeah. Lawrence. And I remember. So we were young, like we were like ten when this movie came out, and mm-hmm. I remember seeing it, it probably like on HBO when I was about twelve years old, and I remember watching it, not knowing who Lawrence Fishburn was, but watching it, I was like, yeah. Every movie that guy's in from now on, I'm watching. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. I he's love just, the he's, pick. Uh, like he's just such. A, he reminds me of Denzel in the way that, like, when those guys come on screen, they just command your attention. Mm-hmm. Like you can't watch a scene and ignore them. They're not like a background piece. Uh, have you guys ever watched a movie before? And before a character even is really like officially introduced, sometimes you're kind of like. Mm, I think that's going to be one of the characters that's going to be prevalent in the movie like before just, they just even maybe say something. That presence and charisma, persona, yeah. and the, yeah, like that's Lawrence Fishburne, and, and you're right, Big Nick. I mean, he completely grand slammed that role. Stoic, stoic is how I would I would describe him, especially in that movie. It's 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 you know some of these people overact, and he just I mean he. It's all it's it's like it's all pent up in him and you can you can see it pent up in him in every scene. Yeah. And, you know, so he kind of sorry, Mr. Go ahead, buddy. So he kind of reminds me of not the whole movie, but of the one scene of Friday of John Witherspoon. Yeah, I can see the correlation there. Right. Yep. yep, like that. That scene is again very. All powerful. you need are these to be a man. It's the same type of deal, right? I mean, it's that same type of deal. So, um, yeah, that, that's that's my number two. Fully locked in. Hard to not be my number one. It was so close to my number one. <laughs> I actually switched it a few times, but Furious Styles, Lawrence, not Larry, Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. You put some respect yeah, on that name. Yeah. Some Boy, boys in the hood, love that pick, buddy. Yep. All right. Well, so we're going to move on to my number three, my number two, excuse me. We're going to go with from a little movie called True Lies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're going to go with Harry Tasker, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Harry. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, when we're thinking badass, I was like, well, this guy's pretty badass. He is basically an undercover secret agent for the Omega Sector, a top. Secret U.S. counter counterterrorism agency. 
<laughs> Say that ten times fast. Yeah. Stumbled on that Stumbled one a little. The tongue and the teeth. But of course, he like you know can't tell his family, so he's supposed to be a salesman for some business software company. You know, and then if, kind of as the movie goes, his wife suspects something, and then they figure it out. And I believe, if I remember, kind of some of the end is his daughter actually gets kidnapped, and there's ransom and all this stuff. And then you see all the badassness that's involved. Yep. So when you think badass dads, like that's pretty badass. Be like, oh, what's your dad do? Oh, he's a secret agent. No big deal. Yep. That, that'll <laughs> qualify. That'll get you there. You know what's I funny like, is I actually forgot he was a dad because I thought of that movie and I was like, ah, oh, I don't think he's a dad. But I didn't like look much into it and I haven't seen that movie in forever. But I love that movie. See, he doesn't. Like I considered it because he is such a badass and it's a badass profession and he's required to do all these badass uh, uh, feats to keep us safe. Thing is, though. I didn't feel like he was present, that he was like super dialed in on the dad part. But you know Fair what? Enough. You got to you got to give him extra credit, too. Not only did he have to protect our freedoms. Right. But he also had to go to work every day with Tom Arnold. That in itself, Whoa, that's dangerous, very skill. dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And, and see, sometimes to me, badass is like, all right, did he probably want to be at home with his kids? Maybe. But he's got a bigger calling. He's got to right. stop world terrorism he's protecting no his kids and all of our kids he's, he, he, he's the dad of all the kids that's right <laughs> so yeah i went with harry tasker from true lies i like it i like it. all right let's let's get into the, the heavy hitters here these, oh these are the big ones this is the number ones big nick are you ready oh yeah i'm ready i'm telling you all right so here we go and, and this one and Sweetwater, it looks like I'm going to strike out completely here with Mr. B. Am I, I am I wrong... busting your trifecta? Yeah, yeah we the... all, dude. It's all busted up. I can't I wait the... to hear what you thought I picked at the end. I went the wrong route there, and and so look, I picked and... one of them so far. Let's put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I went with uh, you know a man who had to lay down his life for for not just his daughter, but for all of us. So, uh, Bruce Willis, you know, there, there, this was, and I, you know, we said movie, but few people know this was actually a documentary. There was, uh, an asteroid that was flying toward earth that was going to destroy our entire planet. Oh no. And so our, our government who you can trust completely, of course, I just, I just want everybody to know that like, and this is proof this is proof that you can trust everything that our government does for you and your family yes. and your neighborhood. They care about you like you wouldn't believe. They used some of your tax dollars, not all of them, because that would be crazy. We would never overspend tax dollars, yeah. right? They don't do that. Ooh. So they spent a few, you know, a few, few shillings of your <laughs> your tax shillings. tax dollars, and they recruited <laughs> a man named little. Harry Stamper. Mm-hmm. All right, Harry it's Stamper. Who is he? That might not be a household name, but it should be. We should have National Harry Stamper Day because he (laughs) saved this whole damn planet. I'm telling you, I've seen the documentary. I know it's true. So they figure out we're going to have to destroy this asteroid. And some people, you know, some of these some of these willy nilly types, they're like, oh, we'll just lob bombs at the thing and that will destroy the asteroid and save Mother Earth. And then the smart people said, no. 
you got to get up on that baby. You got to straddle that asteroid and you got to kill it from the inside. You got to kill it from the inside. You got to drill it, baby. We got Harry Stamper. Um, By the way, we should note that July 29th is National Harry Stamper Day. Should be international. These ungrateful (laughs) bastards in some of these other countries. I won't name them. You know who I'm talking about. But Harry Stamper, (laughs) they send him up there along with his team. Now, very few people forget that before he has to deal with this asteroid and save Mother Earth and his own daughter, by the way, he's already dealing with an, a crisis in-house, an in-house crisis. Oh boy. His daughter chose to date Ben Affleck, of all people. Oh, poor choice. He was like, he, she brings home Ben Affleck to dinner, and he's like, I thought I was hoping for Matt Damon. What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> what kind of girl did I raise here? You picked the wrong Boston guy. Yeah, so <laughs> dealing with an about? in-house crisis and then gets called upon by our government, who we can trust, as you pointed trust. out, blindly, Mark. We should just do everything they say. Blindly. Um, and send them. I give them my money every week. Give them money. Yeah, <laughs> give them money. Uh, <laughs> they don't take it. You give it to them. No, I give it to them. I donate. <laughs> But good citizen, charitable donations. Exactly. So Harry Stamper played by Bruce Willis in the documentary Armageddon. Uh, he had to go up and had to defend not just our country, but the entire world. And, and, and unfortunately his daughter still ended up with Ben Affleck. So I, you know, but he's Tough doing break. those, those you Dunkin' do Donuts so commercials. Dad. I mean, yeah, you he's know, doing he... those Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Things are looking up for old Benjamin. How, how, how crummy is that? So as a dad, you save the earth. Mm-hmm. And then you come back and your daughter's with Ben Affleck. And you're like, why did well, I even, what, what he, did I, why did I bother? He didn't come back. He didn't come back. That's, well, why that's, we, that's true. That's true. That's why but, we have World uh, Harry Stamper Day. It, it, it he has, made the uh, ultimate sacrifice. He that's came right. back in the spiritual form to see that his daughter had been stuck with Ben Affleck. And he had to be thinking to himself, why did I sacrifice that? He probably just haunted him the whole time and fucked with him, like hit his keys and like ghosts, right? Yeah, messed with him. (laughs) Now, and here's here's a little known fact about the movie, and and this is I want to make it clear: I'm not criticizing this. This is the right thing to do. But in the movie, there were um, meteors on fire that were like falling into some of the cities. And that they some of the meteors hit the World Trade Center, which you know Whoa. did not stand for a period of time. And uh, they they modified the movie afterward to to uh, modify those scenes in particular, which which is an interesting thing. But you know, want to make clear the right thing to do. But uh, yeah, Harry Stamper, I think it's a, a good one. And you know the. The, the movie, it's a good movie. Uh, I, I enjoyed it, especially the first time I watched it. I don't think it's one that you can watch over and over again. Agreed. Um, there's a lot of great actors and actresses in the movie. Liv Tyler's great as his daughter, Steve Buscemi, who is Mark's favorite actor of all time. Um, Billy Bob Thornton's in there <laughs> as well. Uh, Owen Wilson. So a lot of a lot of household names that everybody will know. Great movie. Uh I love Aerosmith. I one of my favorite bands of all time. Hate that song, you know. <laughs> so uh, let me run something by you, right? Like this is one thing that has confused the hell out of Big Nick. 
the movie Titanic, right? They it's supposedly like box office hit. It's like sold, you know. Never produced, heard of it. Produced some of the most money <laughs> of all time, right? One of the best selling movies of all time, right? Titanic. Can we all agree on that? It's one of probably one of the top ten selling movies of all time, or something. Like yep. That. Have you ever met anyone that says Titanic? That's my favorite film of all time. No. no. So how did it get to make some? So like this song. The Aerosmith song, this has got to be their best-selling song, their most popular mainstream song of all time. Have you ever met a single person that says, you know, that uh, that song, that Aerosmith song, I don't want to miss a thing or whatever it's called? That favorite song of all time, favorite Aerosmith song. The the Aerosmith community hates that song. So how does this song get to be... Yeah. Well, my apologies, Steven Tyler. It, it kind of got forced down your throat. I mean, it was playing on the He's radio pissed. nonstop. And it was, I remember seeing the video like as a kid all the time. Like, come on, man, play something else. Like, I feel like yeah, I, I keep so seeing this video like every like two hours. You know what? If you're listening, one of my favorite rock and rollers of all time, Steven Tyler. Happy Father's Day to you, sir. Happy Father's Day to you. And also yes. to you. <laughs> well played. We got Harry Stamper from Armageddon. Sweetwater Mark, hit us with your big one, the number one. This is a big one, boys. All right. So I just want to highlight uh, who my badass dad was up against in this movie because I'm I'm a little shocked he didn't make your guys' list yet. I guess Mr. B, he could potentially be your number one pick. <laughs> it's potential. You'll find but, out um, soon. But here's who... who co-starred and faced off somewhat with with my person let's see if you guys can guess who it is we've got john cusack we've got ving rames we've got danny trejo we've got dave Chappelle. i already know who it is john malkovich around the old somebody mentioned steve buscemi did somebody say steve buscemi yeah Yeah. he's all over the place a masked serial killer that's right one Named after, I'm not even going to say it, Cameron Poe, Nicolas Cage in Con Air. Yes. Bad. <laughs> absent father. Badass dad. <laughs> so, he, Big Nick, you need to, to stop your dirty words and shut your dirty mouth because I'm about to explain why Cameron Poe wasn't around for anybody who hasn't seen this movie. I'm right. still angry about it. No, you're right. You're right. So he's an honorably discharged army ranger. Points. Found guilty of manslaughter in the death of a drunken bar customer while trying to defend his pregnant wife. While defending his pregnant wife, but made some poor choices. He didn't didn't realize his his (laughs) fists were lethal. That's, That's right. right. He, he, he got sentenced. Hey. He got a harsh sentence there. Dude. Yeah. Somet- sometimes you don't realize how strong you are. And, and Cameron Poe is not to be effed with, right? I mean, let's just call it like it is. So during his time in prison, he's communicating with his wife and his daughter. He finally gets released. He's looking forward to going back. And he ends up on a plane with a bunch of psychopaths and Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle. <laughs> well, and, and I remember thinking even when I watched it, I was like, all right, he's kind of like a low-tier criminal. Why is he on the plane with the most dangerous criminal right? of, of, of Known all to of man? Like, yeah. Like why why am he killed a man though? Yeah, I, mean, I know, he, but like he but it was like manslaughter. And it wasn't defense. it wasn't like yeah. you know, this high tier, you know, 
scary person. He was probably like, yeah, he's probably served 12 years and got out, but somehow he's on the plane with the worst criminals in the world. Yeah, because you had Cyrus the Virus, who was like Cyrus the Virus. He, he's like domestic terrorist slash serial killer. Yeah, I don't know what Ving Ving Rames was was more of like a uh, maybe a gangland kind of killer. I'm guessing. Uh, then you have uh, Steve Buscemi, who is a like I, they the don't Marietta really make, Mangler. Yeah, they yeah. don't make clear what it is he's guilty of, but it, but they dance around the idea that he might be a child killer. Um, he's a cannibal. Yeah, he's cannibal a cannibal. Killer. And then you have Ugh. Trejo is like a serial rapist or something. Well, and, and Dave Chappelle catches a guy on fire. That's you, bitch. <laughs> Literally on the plane, he catches did that. Ever, did we ever learn why Dave Chappelle was in prison in that Supermax prison? I don't. I can't remember if if they did. It was playing dice well, on the corner. Dozens, they call him Pinball Parker. Yeah, but it just yeah. The only thing I found was he set the inmate next to him on fire, and that's all I remember from the brutal movie as well. So, but, dude, uh, that movie is filled with Velveeta, and I love that movie. <laughs> I love that. That's that the movie. best cheese I've ever had in my entire. Mm-hmm. I could have. I should have made our top three cheese episode. It was that cheesy. That movie <laughs> does not get delicious. old. Now, you know, uh, it feels like two years ago. We talk about being around for two years, dropping a new episode on your face and head and, and shoulders and back Ooh. every weekend for over two years now. We talked a lot about Under Siege, you know, many a moon ago. And, and you know, they mm-hmm. did the Under Siege on the, on, the, on the battleship, and then it's on the train. I feel like Con Air stole the whole airplane idea right from out underneath the feet <laughs> of one Steven Seagal, who, Indeed. by the way, Pays his child support on time every time. Always validated. <laughs> Quality pick, Sweetwater. We got that's a great pick. A, a yes, dark horse pick. Well, and honestly, when doing the research with the research team, I thought for I thought that one would get picked by somebody. So yeah, I saw it. it and I could not pass, and it, yeah. it's just the more I thought about it, it like I said, it. Sorry, Furious Styles. It was a tough choice between the two. Furious Styles is probably the better father. Let's put it that way, but. But we're we're picking our badass badass well, and it doesn't it, get much more badass than Cameron Poe. If we're talking about it's a situation Sophie's choice, right? Uh Furious Styles versus Cameron Poe and you you can't decide, can't decide. Guess what? Cameron Poe it's the haircut, baby. He's got yep. business in the front party in the back. You got to go with Cameron Poe. <laughs> hey, Furious Styles doesn't have one of the most used memes of all time of wind flowing through his hair. It's a, yeah. it's, it is gorgeous hair. It is some of the most gorgeous oh. gifts, I should say. Gifts, however you say. Well, at the minimum, we'll just call it a badass haircut. So good Amen. work. Amen. Amen. All right. Cameron Poe from Con Air. Oh, yeah. All right. So we'll move on to my number one badass movie dad of the 90s. And this dude, I'm happy to say it, he's already made our list. He saved the goddamn planet. Yeah. Harry, Harry Stamper from Boom. Armageddon. Yeah. Boom. I mean, I mean, let's talk about selflessness. First off, he even agreed to go up there and do that thing and be like, all right, oh, I'll take my whole team and we'll drill an asteroid in space. Yeah, I'll do that first. And then... Stuff goes south and sideways, and ultimately he's like, all right, you guys have to take off. I'll just chill on this rock and blow it up after you guys leave. Sacrifice himself for all of mankind. Mm-hmm. And while doing that, he was just trying to look out for his daughter. He didn't want, didn't want her dating some roughneck. Right. Named Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. So 
All right. So can I be selfish here for a second, boys? Of course will you, you can. Will you allow me a moment of selfishness? I'll give you 30 seconds. So I was walking through our office, and I was going to meet the research team to discuss, because Harry was completely off my radar. But the mm. problem is I turned the corner, and one of the interns bumped into me with my coffee and spilled it all over my shirt. So I had to go home and change. I didn't get to meet with the research team. Okay. I didn't get Harry on my list. He wasn't even on my radar. I'm a little upset. I'm not upset. I'm a little upset. The actor Bruce Willis making two appearances. Though. Yeah, uh, I can blame no one three but myself. Appearances, one on the B list, one on the big Nick list, and one on the Sweetwater list. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Willis, boom, he's he's running the guns. But yeah, father two of, roles. Let's go That's ahead impressive. and give Bruce Willis father of the year. Can we do I that? I mean, yes. Good job. Congratulations, Bruce. And, and it's it's funny, like because I the big kid research team they they must have been working with me a lot more because Mark went home and changed his shirt. Uh, apparently, Bruce Willis won two hurt. different awards for worst actor <laughs> in that movie. He got <laughs> a he got a Golden Shame Raspberry, and he won that. And he got a Stinker's Bad Movie Award for worst actor, and he won both of them. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, we were just but regardless, regardless, Come on Bruce. You know, again, we did, like we said, Big Nick said it's a documentary. He saved Earth. Respect for Harry Stamper. And, and, and Sweetwater, let me give you a pro tip here, buddy. And you may have, clearly you've not picked up on this, but you just wear a coffee-colored shirt to work every day. Coffee-colored shirt to work every day. Right? I know. See, I just, I just don't wear a shirt. That way, if you spill coffee on it, you're fine. <laughs> That's why the office atmosphere is always a little weird. But all right. <laughs> and, hey, another pro tip: carry a backup shirt, man. Come on, yeah, I know. And backup shirt, good idea. Mustard colored, right? Yeah, you want to do mustard, mustard colored? Mustard the next you, thing. You're, sometimes yeah. you're going to have like a four hot dog lunch, um, and you. <laughs> You want to survive yeah. that and be able to attend after four hot dog lunch. Yeah. Bring me my yeah. brown pants. I, <laughs> Bruce Willis, shout out, Father of the Year award. You got it, brother. And you he know what? It. July 29th, that falls on a Saturday this year. I love when when Harry Stamper Day falls on a Saturday. So happy Harry Stamper Day to everybody happy in Harry. advance. Uh, I will I will celebrate in private as I always. I, do. I say I, I like to celebrate <laughs> independently on that, but yes. Yep. Boys, great picks. Those are some badass movie dads. Yes. Anything else before we get out of the sandbox here? Oh, hang on. I got to hear these picks you guys thought I was going to make. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> should, I, should I read them off? Yeah, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I'll give you so the honors. The three, and remember, I boxed it, so it could have been in any order. It was Boys, <laughs> boys in the Hood. Okay. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> okay. Fair and enough. And Forrest Gump. <laughs> Oh, sh- I didn't. Forrest Gump wasn't even on my oh, radar. Oh, he wants you didn't even get Gump coffee spilled on you. Anytime, right. anytime I want to redo my list. Movies, <laughs> movies from the nineties. Forrest Gump makes Forrest it. Gump is elbowing people out of the way. Mr. B <laughs> has more right. respect for for Forrest Gump than any president that has ever run this country. And you know, fact, what? fact, you might, you might be onto something. I probably I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you ever get the privilege of walking into Mr. B's bedroom, be prepared for the fathead version of Forrest Gump all <laughs> over his walls. <laughs> He's sitting on the bench in the corner, which is a little creepy. Hey, I'm a big fan. I'm a big He's fan. He's standing with <laughs> Lieutenant Dan on the other wall. It's, it's a little yeah, weird. And but and Mr. He's B a keeps true a, American hero. He keeps a box of chocolates on his nightstand. I That's do. Right. And, and a box of shrimp in the sh- in the shelf. <laughs> Those ones usually start to smell pretty quick, but yeah, that's why I try not to go to your house too often. Anyway, gentlemen, great picks. 
Hey, everyone, listen. Happy Father's Day. If, you ha- if you're lucky and able to spend time with your dad on Father's Day, just be with him. I think that's all your dad wants. Spend time. Happy Father's Day to the fathers in the studio. Happy Father's Day to the fathers listening. Big ups to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day. Thank you guys for listening. We are the Big Kid Show. And the cats in the